Welcome to DST Radio, where we feature best-in-class insight and opinion from thought leaders and practitioners in the healthcare industry to help you stay informed to make the best decisions. Hello, and welcome to DST Radio. For the past few years, we've heard a great deal of discussions about the need for payers to become more consumer-oriented. Joining us to talk about this is Lisa Crimes. She's the Chief Experience Officer at DST Health Solutions. Lisa is focusing on three things that every health plan should be doing right now to engage and serve consumers. Lisa, hello and welcome. Thank you. The term customer experience gets a lot of use these days. Uh, What exactly does that mean? Well, the way I look at customer experience is it's the sum of... the sum total of all experiences that a person has within a company. That's the simplest definition. For healthcare consumers, this may include um, a couple of things. So think of it as, um, you know, we, we, we immediately look towards the care management side, interacting with care managers or maybe renewing coverage. Um, but, but also consumers or customers in these cases are, are, you know, the interaction that they have with a health plan could be receiving emails or text messages or, or calls from the payer, making calls and sending emails to the payer regarding benefits, ID cards and claims, using their, their website, enrolling in the plan, um, and, and, and also just maybe looking at marketing materials. So it's the sum of all of those total experiences that make up customer experience. Well, just why is consumer experience getting so much attention? Well, I like to call it we're, that, that we're in the age of the customer. Um, why, why is that? Is because we're in this generational shift um, that in conjunction with the rise of um, the, the Internet and peer-to-peer networking and social media, we've created this um, environment really where you know, everybody wants it their way, and they want it right now. So um, that's not going to go away. It's just going to continue to increase. Um, the healthcare market specifically um, has those same challenges as well, but it's becoming more of a consumer retail market. Traditionally, payers sold to employer groups, and employer groups picked, you know, picked up most of the coverage, um, uh, the tab for that coverage. That's changing. Many businesses now require that employees pay a higher percentage of their health insurance costs. Some businesses are dismantling their group plans altogether and encouraging employees to get coverage through the health insurance marketplaces or or the exchanges. As a a result, we've seen um, explosive growth in high deductible plans, which require the consumers to cover more of their cost of care. When the employer was picking up more of the tab, the consumers really didn't have to worry as much about the cost. Um, you know, so w- when we kind of look a little closer at this around the high deductible plans, um, we know that employers who offer the high deductible plans reported that a percentage of employees enrolled has jumped from 20, um, a little over 20% in 2010 to, to over 39% in early 2014. So that, that's a, a um, PwC um, survey that was recently done, but that shows us the trend isn't slowing. You know, nearly two-thirds of large employers and about one-third of small employers expect to offer high-deductible plans within the next three years. Um, and that also came from a, a Mercer survey um, conducted in late 2013. Millions of consumers, you know, we can't miss this, have signed up for, the, for um, high-deductible plans via the marketplaces, 
so these plans sold through the marketplaces will also require um, are required to be very similar to one another. Um, payers that want to really compete and find new ways to differentiate themselves will do that through customer experience. Well, that's providing a really good transition to the three steps that payers can take today to engage and serve consumers. Give me the first one, if you will, Lisa. Sure. So the first is just established customer experience um, as a formally recognized staffed and budgeted function within your health plan. Um, and, and I'd like to point out, I, I didn't say this earlier, but customer experience, often referred to as CX, um, stands for the experience. So develop that within the health plan. To get there, you have to start with executive buy-in. Um, it, it can't be something that's buried within operations without um, the necessary support. It really needs to be at an executive level. Once the executive team understands the tr- strategic importance of um, customer experience, then the staffing and budget budgeting around that will likely follow. Then as you develop your plan, remember that the customer experience team has to be given the authority to make decisions and to take action. The team will want to focus on areas where it can make a meaningful, measurable um, change to the organization. What's the second thing that payers can do? Really, the next part is around articulating the, the CX vision and strategy. Um, articulate how your organization will treat customers, educate all employees, and, and reorganize as necessary. So establish what that baseline is. Um, do that through communicating the vision and strategy to employees and getting their buy-in is really key. Um, customer experience requires, requires a, a good bit of cultural change. Um, but so it really, really has to be become part of the DNA of the organization from the executive suite that we talked about, but throughout the ranks, and everybody has to be empowered to take, to, to take action. When you think about organizations that do this well, um, from a consumer standpoint, people like uh, we hear USAA and the Ritz-Carlton and Starbucks, think of those types of examples and how all throughout the organization, those customers or those employees are empowered to take action. So one, one last piece of this is a, you know, really a, a catalyst to the process will be the, the customer experience committee, one that um, plans may want to consider creating that would include representatives from across the organization. Um, that way, as you begin to identify areas where you can make measurable improvements, the committee will help you find ways um, to, to do that and to um, succeed in those. Our guest is Lisa Crimes on DST Radio. Lisa, how do you then engage and educate employees? I think one way to do that really well is, you know, rather than starting with um, a a big promotion around we're going to now focus on our customers, you know, use specific examples. um, Highlight success stories. You know, maybe take an example of someone from your care management team that went out of his or her way to ensure that a particular member made it to a crucial appointment. You know, share those success stories of how employees specifically understand customer experience and, um, and understand what it's about. And, and, and it gets, you know, that, that allows them to engage in the process and really to take ownership. All right. So what's the final third thing that payers can do today? So um, the final thing would be studying existing customer behavior across your organization. Every organization will be unique, 
So you have to really understand it, and you have to develop a 360-degree um, customer um, um, r- review. So you do that through you know, tracking their customer journeys and developing pilot programs. So let me explain that a little bit more. Um, all of your customers are on a journey from the moment they learn of your health plan to the moment they re- renew or, or don't renew their coverage. Why not find out what they're experiencing on these journeys? You know, get that 360-degree view covering the entire range of the interactions between the, the customer and the company. Um, the pilot programs that I mentioned, and, and one way to, to, to get this view is to conduct these pilot programs. So for an example, create a member committee that provides input about the customer journey. That way, you know, you're, you're directly hearing from your members um, and, and those customers that, that are using, you, you know, that, that, are, that, that really can help you, art, um, they can really articulate what's going on. A similar pilot may involve creating a provider committee that offers input from physicians and other providers regarding their journey. Um, that's, that's often an area that's left out is getting input around the provider communities. Uh, remember, the member isn't the only customer that the payers serve. As providers' experience improves, so does the likelihood that the providers will recommend your health plans to patients. just wanted to end on one, one last little note around this, too. Is, Please do. You know, I think just wrapping this up is, is incredibly important to understand your customers, their perceptions, and, and really by, by walking in the customer's shoes. Um, you know, studying customers isn't just enough anymore. You've got to be in their heads and their hearts to, to get a, a, few, um, a full view of, of how they feel about you. So um, I just wanted to highlight that. Lisa, thank you so much for that and for your insights throughout the podcast today. As the consumer retail market continues to develop, it will be fascinating just to see how payers differentiate themselves with respect to customer experience. Thanks to all of you who joined us for today's podcast. I'm Pete Conenkamp. Have a great day. For more information or questions, you can contact DST Health Solutions at 800-272-4799 or email us at marketing at dsthealthsolutions.com.